pleasant good morning to each one of you. Welcome to our God's Word for today devotional. And let me read to us our text for today in James chapter 1, verse 12 to 15. And for those of you who have just been following with us in our podcast and videos on our God's Word for today devotional, we are now in the book of James in the New Testament. So let me read to us our text for today. James 1, 12 to 15. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil. He himself tempts no one, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Now here, James promised that those who remain steadfast under trial will receive the crown of life. So is it worth to remain steadfast under trial? Certainly, because God promised that those who will endure the test will receive the crown of life. So what is this crown of life? We really don't have the idea. There's, there are many school of thoughts about this. It could be an eternal life, but I tend to believe and I prefer to believe that this is the gift or a reward to those who endure trials as, as a reward of God to those who are faithful and to him in being steadfast in serving him despite pain. So when God promised, he will always fulfill it because God will not mock his promise. He will always fulfill his promise. God is not a lie. That God is not a man that he should lie. Neither a son of man that he should repent. Numbers 23, 19. His yes is always yes. So why does a person remain steadfast in serving God despite pain? So we ask this question. The answer of James here is, is this. To those who love him. Indeed, if a person genuinely loves the Lord, he will endure pain and trials. Love bears all things, according to Paul in First Corinthians chapter thirteen. So my prayer, and let it be that this will be our prayers every day, that the love of God, particularly the love of Christ, will permeate our hearts. As John says in his epistle in First John chapter five verse three, for this is the love of God that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. If you love God, if you love Christ. You will keep his commandments. You will keep his word. Those who love Jesus and the Father will keep his word. John 14, 21. It is who loves me who keeps his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. So even when there are inconveniences, pain, trials may happen if we obey him and, and serve him. But because we love him, we endure. Let it be that this love of Christ will permeate our hearts. So my question for us today is, do we love God as a response to his love for us? John said, we love him because he first loved us. So we do his commandments, we obey, we endure sufferings because we love God. Now conversely, a person who won't endure in a midst of trials is one who is not loving God as he should. He is lured by the promptings of his flesh. A person tried by God is 
tempted by Satan to sin, isn't it? An example for this in the New Testament is when Jesus was fasting for 40 days and he did not eat anything. After 40 days, he was tempted by the devil in the wilderness. He said that if you are the son of God, turn this stone into bread because he was hungry. Jesus was very weak physically. And remember, Jesus was brought by the spirit unto the wilderness to be tried, to be tried by the devil or to be tempted by the devil. And it was there that Satan capitalized this physical weakness. For three times he was tempted, but Jesus did not sin. Now, James said here that if ever we are tempted, God does not tempt us to sin. Let us not be deceived, but to think that God is the one who is tempting us because God will not tempt anyone to sin or to solicit anyone to rebel against him, to sin against him. It's always Satan using the weaknesses of our flesh. So as James said here, if one is tempted, he is lured and enticed by his own desire. So if anyone is tempted by Satan, he, he will entice us and lure us according to the promptings of our flesh, our desires. Satan may whisper a doubt to our ears like, is he strong enough to provide for us? Is he faithful to our to meet our needs? Is God compassionate about our pain and heartbreak? Is God good? Is he loving? Is he powerful? Especially when we are in trials because our emotion and our, our physical uh, situation is vulnerable. So Satan will attack us during those moments. Let's be careful. However, if Satan is allowed by the Lord to tempt us, he cannot force us to sin. He just entices us through the weakness of our flesh. And if ever we sin, we cannot reason out that the devil made me to do it. The devil will prompt us through the weaknesses of our flesh, but we must accept personal responsibility about it. Yes, Satan wants us to sin against God, but the responsibility of sin must be to ourselves if we sin against God. That's why the only way to resolve or to, to um, resolve our problem of sin is to confess it before our God because we took or we take the responsibility of accepting it. A person decides to let his wild desire to let loose until it becomes uncontrollable. Remember, as James described here, when the desire becomes fully mature, it will give birth unto sin and sin unto death. It is pictured or it is illustrated by the process of the gestation period when the baby in the womb is grown, is growing up until it will become mature and to be birth and in that nine months of process process in the in gestation there is an in, inevitable development of life in the same manner that's the development of sin it's not overnight it's not incidental or accidental if ever there is somebody who fall or who fell into sin it's because long ago few weeks months or even years ago he has had this gestation period 
this desire has been in his heart and addressed until it give birth unto sin. So let's be careful with our heart because out of it are the issues of life. Our hearts is deceitful above all things. Death is the result of sin. So instead of the crown of life that the believer will, will receive, condemnation and discipline and, and, and judgment from God. Now, if somebody is a Christian, he will not be condemned to hell because he will be chastised and disciplined as a father disciplined a sinning child. But if you are not a child of God, you have not trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you don't belong to him. The Bible tells us that those who sin will die. The wages of sin is death. But the good news is the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. I hope that you will be encouraged, motivated to go to God because he is gracious. He is merciful. He can forgive you of all your sins. There is no such thing as I am too egregious or too much a sinner. I am too sinful that God cannot forgive me because his grace is sufficient. There is no sin or stain of sin that is so thick that the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ cannot cleanse that heart. Though our sins like scarlet, it will become whiter than snow because of his forgiveness through his blood. So I hope, and this is my prayer, that you will trust the Lord Jesus Christ and be forgiven of your sin. And yes, this is the result if somebody is endured because of temptation. But if one is, is faithful in the Lord because he loves the Lord, he will endure sufferings and temptation, he will receive the crown of life. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this morning's scripture, Lord. We thank you for this warning from James that we must be watchful of our desires that uh, we will not be lured and enticed by our desire so that it will bring us into rebellion and sin against you, Lord. I pray that you will keep our hearts always sensitive. Father, help us that today we will not fall into the trap of, of Satan to deceive us, even using the weaknesses of our flesh. Father, thank you that you can give us your grace, that we will not succumb to his temptation today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.